This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, this is Mind Your Business Business. on Business Radio. Here's your host, Lauren Feldman. Welcome to Mind Your Business. I'm Lauren Feldman. I'm now Chief Content Officer of a community for business owners called 21 Hats, What It Takes to Run a Business. If you haven't heard of 21 Hats, it may be because it doesn't exist yet, but we're planning to launch in November. I'll be telling you more as we get closer, but you can uh, listen here for updates or also check our daily newsletter for entrepreneurs, The Morning Report, which does exist and uh, will soon be rebranded, The 21 Hats Morning Report. You can find it at getthemorningreport.com. Thanks for joining us today. As usual, we're not going to tell you how to run your business. This show is about ideas and strategies and conversations, and we want to have those conversations with you. If there's something you've been struggling with, especially if it has anything to do with e-commerce or digital marketing, call us at 1-844-WHARTON. That's 1-844-942-7866. And let me emphasize, this is a safe space for business owners. If you're struggling with something, someone else listening is probably struggling with it too. In other words, there are no stupid questions. Back with me today to discuss those questions are two frequent, uh, but no less special guests, Gene Marks and Gabriel Shaulian. Gene runs the Marks Group, a consulting firm that helps small businesses with tech issues. Welcome back to Mind Your Business, Gene. Thank you very much. Always great to have you here. I'm happy to be here. And Gabe Shaulian runs a consulting firm, Digital Silk, that helps businesses with their websites and digital marketing. Welcome back, Gabe. Thank you so much. We uh, We always have fun and learn a lot. Uh, when Gabe is here, because uh, if you listeners call up and ask them about something, some challenge you're facing, something you're struggling with your website, with your digital marketing, he'll give you instant feedback right here on the air. He, he'll even check out your website uh, for free, obviously. I'm kind of curious, Lawrence, so are you going to share some of the stuff going on with 21 Hats? Like, is it... You know, I'm about to bare my soul about my business's website in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but when you launch, and you're going to have a- absolutely issues and challenges, so absolutely. you're going to share that on on air. You know, um, I'm hoping that I'll get a little bit smarter doing this. <laughs> I, you know, in the past, I've had to rely on people like you to come here and share their real experiences. But hopefully, I'll learn something doing now, this. Now uh, you can feel the pain. Yes, uh, <laughs> and, and and hopefully, I'll uh, I'll get some feedback. That that would be great. But um, we are hoping to uh, explore some interesting challenges today, listeners. If you want some free advice, this is your opportunity. We're at 1-844-942-7866. And to show you how it's done, we're going to start with you, Gene. You get a chance to to talk to Gabe and ask him a little bit about why you're struggling with this uh, relatively new website you've introduced. Why don't you give us a a, a quick overview? What's the website and what are you struggling with? I'm going to do that. But before I do that, I just have to ask, because Gabe, you and I have never met before. I I certainly know of you and I'm I'm thrilled to be talking with you. Just very quickly, just can you give me just a a quick background as to, you know, what what you do and, um, and, and, you know, sort of what you're about? Sure, happy to do so, and very nice to meet you, Mark. Gene. Uh, so I have. I'm people sorry. do that. No, people I'm do that all the time. Website. You know, if I can interrupt hey, you for just a second. Hold a second. It's, it's Gene Marks. That's right. And he's got a story to tell. Yeah, it, the right, story is, is that me? I don't know if this is a uh, if it's like a biological thing or a brain thing or whatever, but so many people call me Mark. People that I know or, or in an email. People like you're related to? People, nobody that I'm related to. But if, but if some, I'll, I'll have an email exchange with somebody and and I'm and then they'll they'll say, oh, thanks a lot, Mark, or something. And and I think I think it's something with because my first name is Gene and Marks is also Mark. <laughs> there's something, some somebody needs to do a study of that. But anyway, we digress. Yeah. Sorry. Well, anyhow, <laughs> I was looking at the Marks Group and I know it's your and I know it's your company, so I was thinking of Mark. Aha, uh-huh. and but, that's not um, even the site actually that I'm going to have you look at. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there. Let's. I, I did ask you originally what your background is. I'm sorry. Sure. So I have over 20 years' experience in building businesses online. Everything from creating the strategy of uh, the brand and coming up with the marketing uh, plan for how they're going to generate leads to how the site's going to be constructed. So it A, converts, and B, it ranks high on Google. And also how we're going to re-engage visitors 
as you know, a lot of times, most people don't make a decision on the first visit they come to a site. It takes them two or three visits. And there's different ways to bring back visitors to your brand. And um, so in terms of who I've done this for, uh, when I first started, I worked with very small companies, mom and pops. And uh, I eventually grew where my clients included Microsoft, AOL, a couple of big hotel names like the Pierre Group in New York City, a couple of big real estate companies, Coca-Cola, NFL, Procter & Gamble, etc. My biggest success was my own agency that I had. I grew it to about 280 people globally. I sold it to a international company, and now I'm starting a new agency. So I was able to grow my company uh, using the same practices that I preach. How to grow your business online using the best um, online marketing methods. Great, and if I can also ask, so you, uh, you, you're pretty much self-taught. Is that is that a fair statement to make? Like you. You said you started out with mom and pops. You've kind of learned along the way, and it sounds like you've gotten really good at what you do. Um, but is that is that a fair statement? Yeah, but, you know, you have to understand, we're going back to early 2000 here. Hmm. And early 2000, even the enterprise-level companies, they were not jumping on online. You know, uh, if you went to most company sites, <laughs> or the, I'll give you an example. In 2007... I did a seminar where I showed that if you're doing a ad campaign for a blender, take the person to a page that shows blender. And we showed Target. Target was advertising. And Target took the user to the homepage. Now, most mom and pops that we were working with in 2007 would know that. We know that if you're selling blenders, don't take them to your homepage. Send them to a blender page. Right. But here's a big company that, and not only Target, but... Most of the big companies were no better. Macy's was sending people to their homepage. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right, well, All right Gene, get... stop stalling. Yep. Tell no. us about your website. All right. Okay, Gabe. So here's what I have. I have two websites, but I would like to focus on one right now. Um, and, and you can type this into your browser. It's, it's marksgrouplive.com, which is M-A-R-K-S-G-R-O-U-P-L-I-V-E. On one second. I'm sure. Gonna... And I'm going to tell you what we're trying to accomplish here. Okay. Okay. I'm there. All right. So this is a site we sell. My company sells uh, CRM, Customer Relationship Management Applications. One of them is an application called Zoho, uh, which is a popular CRM application. And what we are doing is we uh, have built this site uh, to offer for 25 bucks a month uh, for Zoho users. You can go there and get access to a big library of training videos to help you. Uh, learn Zoho, as well as um, attending you know webinars that we're doing on a regular basis. And then you also get email support from us as well. If I can interject, of Gene, course. you've been here uh, before and you've talked about uh, what you do with this site. The, part of the thinking here is that while many more businesses have adopted some CRM platform and right. have jumped in, very few of them actually know how to use it, at least to you know anything close to its full potential. Absolutely, and that's right. part of the reason you're offering this training service. Correct, and Gabe, the bread and butter of the of my clients um, are mostly small companies, right? So the people that are buying Zoho, uh, the sweet spot is maybe five users, but you can get a lot of single users or even ten users, um, and a lot of them are like me, cheapskates. You know, they don't want to pay you know our our our, our hourly rates. You know, to to do training and services and all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, well, you know what, we we, we can help you with that. If if you don't want to do that for 25 bucks a month, watch our videos, attend our webinars, and um, you know, and you can also ask us any questions you want via email. So that's the that is the plan there. And and Zoho itself, uh, they say they've got 30 million users worldwide and 250,000 companies that use their product. So uh, we're looking to get a slice of that market. And it's really a site that we're looking to, one, make money from, of course, uh, the, the, the monthly fee, but even more importantly, um, get leads. Because if somebody's paying 25 bucks a month and they're enjoying what they're getting from the site, we'll get their contact information, and we will also talk to them about other things we might be able to help them with. So we might be able to get some hourly work out of it as well. 
Um, so that's what the site is, and that's where it is, and 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 nobody's visiting it. It's, <laughs> nobody's visiting. It. Yeah, we built it. So how old? How old is the site? How long has it been live? Um, well, the site's been live for about a year, and it's gone through a few different iterations. Where again, still nobody was visiting the site. Um, but its most recent iteration is about um, a month or so old. Now, you're saying nobody's visiting this site. <laughs> are you marketing this site? And if you are, which channels are you using? Great question. So we, we went down the road of using Google Ads and, um, and, and failed miserably. And that's a whole other discussion as to things that we've learned with Google Ads. So I've retreated from that. And you know what we're doing right now, Gabe, is uh, we're creating uh, little mini videos on YouTube, on our YouTube page. Uh, which has um, like little two-minute previews of the trainings that we're doing uh, because we feel that a lot of people, if they're looking for help with Zoho, uh, you know, video is big and they're searching on YouTube. Hopefully they'll see a couple of our videos, like them, and want to want more. And that will drive them to Mark's Group Live to hopefully sign up and subscribe. Okay. Uh, so a few points. Let's get started. Go Number ahead. one, PPC is very expensive. You could expect less than a two percent conversion rate on PPC. And, PPC uh, is pay per click, and you're, you're talking about Google. This is what uh, the, correct, Gene was yes. referring pay -per -click to. Pay per click on Google, for the most part, right? The conversion rate on it is not great, right? You know, it's not it's not ten percent. It's not even five percent. The conversion rate usually is less than two percent. Gabe, why the heck Again, didn't you tell me this like a year ago? You know, Lauren has <laughs> known you for years. And I've spent thousands of dollars. Yeah, I know. People, they Jeez. launch pay-per-click campaigns. They're banging their heads into the wall yep. saying, what's wrong? Literally, if you get one conversion for every 100 people, that's pretty good. Right. right. But Google pay-per-click is good for long-term, the leads that you nurture. Because a lot of those businesses will come back three, four months later, and then they'll convert. So you need to have a retargeting plan in place for Google. But here's some hope. Okay. You are ranking organically for some keywords. How do you I'm know going, that? How do you know yeah, that? Tell, tell us about that, Gabe. You, you've uh, you've already done an so analysis. I'm using a tool. I'm using a tool called Ahrefs. A H R E F S. You do have to subscribe to it. Okay. I could see that for the word Zoho, you are on page one for several words with the word Zoho in it. Like you're in position four for Zoho Mail versus G Gmail. Zoho Training, you're in position nine, and you're moving up. I'm excited. That means that your site, with some minor tweaks, can do well on SEO, on organic. So you just need to do some on-site optimization to your site, and you will be <laughs> doing pretty well on the SEO front. Now, what, what suggestions do I have for you so you do get up? First of all, your title tax is Zoho Training Videos, Zoho Tutorials. That's good. I would make it Zoho training, videos, tutorials, and more. But I would make your H1 match your title tag. Your wait, H1 wait, 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 wait. Well, what, what's, what's, a, what's H1? I'm, I'm making sorry. notes. I'm making sorry. notes. Header, header one. Right. Your header one right now is your complete training and support resource for all Zoho apps. You want your header one to be saying what your title says. Zoho training videos tutorials. You want those to match. Okay. You also want to have he header twos on your site. Now, let me see if they coded this as a header two. I'm going to inspect your code. And uh, no. So where you have you have a header one. Oh, you have multiple header ones. You should only have one header one on the website. Okay. And you can have as many header twos as you like. Okay. So on your header twos, you also want to say. Like you have Zoho training, that's good. So you just need to fix your, you have too many H1s, fix them to say H2s. Two other things. When I first came to your site, I immediately got a pop-up. Yes. I would wait 30 seconds or a minute before that pop-up shows up. Okay. Because studies have shown that it causes about a one-third bounce rate. People come, they get a pop-up, a third of the people leave right away. You get turned off. Got it. So I would wait and give them time. Good. Before you have the pop-up. What do you think of my um, pop-up, which is, the pop-up is, Lauren, because I know you're not on the site, is when somebody hits my site, um, I'm offering up a white paper, you know, like, you know, three yeah, secrets about quick. Zoho, right? Is that a good wait, idea? Do you wait, like that? Wait even two minutes. I do, but wait two minutes. Let the user be engaged with your site, because you are missing out on some people. Now, I like that. Here's the thing. 
if you go to any site like alinda.com or if you go to other people's sites that offer this, mm-hmm. they give you a taste. They let you sign up for, to watch some free videos. They capture your email. They'll say no charge, and they'll give you a taste of it, whereas it seems right now that you are trying to charge them right away, right off the bat. And I, I want to be able to t- test out what you have. Yep. I think that's what's hurting you the most. Okay. Let, let me interrupt just for a second to say my guests are Gabe Julian and Gene Marks. Right now, we're having uh, Gabe do an analysis of Gene's website, but we could also do your website. if uh, We're, we're going to be done with Gene fairly soon. If you've got a challenge that you would like to discuss, uh, give us a call. We're at 1-844-WHARTON. That's one 844 942-7866. And uh, while I have the floor, Gabe, I, I just want to ask one thing. I, I'm, I'm surprised that you and Gene would be okay with having a pop-up uh, promoting a white paper. It seems to me that's taking people who come to the site in an unexpected direction. You want People have come here because they're interested in getting training on Zoho. Um, we shouldn't, if there's going to be a pop-up, uh, and I understand why you say it, it shouldn't come up right away, you should wait a little while, but shouldn't that pop-up be uh, more clearly uh, aimed at getting somebody to try out the training? No, because you're already trying to do that. Look, what are your conversion points? On Gene's site, there should be two. The first one is join, pay $25 a month. That's the first conversion point. But there's a second conversion point that I'm not seeing, and that is collect the person's email address. Right, right. Because what if I'm not ready to make a decision right there? So I like the white paper. That's good. I want him to get as many emails as possible because those are people who are maybe not ready to make a decision. The number one mistake that I see on the vast majority of e-commerce sites out there, for anybody who has an e-commerce site, listen up. Everybody has a buy now button. But do you know how many people have a question about a product so they're not ready to buy? Why don't you put a button under it say inquire about item? Let the person, then you have the person's contact info. They have a question about the product. You don't have to just say buy it, buy it or get out. That's what buy now means. It means buy it or get out. Makes sense. If I have a question, capture me as a lead. Inquire about product. So, Gabe, I have a, a question on that. How, what, how do you feel about chat, um, the chat software on, on our site? Like, we are thinking about putting on a chat thing so that, you know, people visit the site, they have questions, they can I chat like, with us real time. I, I like chats if they're not automated, because automated chats tick people off. Okay. <laughs> the guy asks a question, you get this response, you're like, oh, no, I'm talking to a code a piece of code here right so if you have someone that could actually give good responses yes good responses valuable responses then do it great gene i'm going to give you a biggest issue you have here is you're giving uh you are give them a taste like say try it out for free and let them try it out for free get their email address got it got it Gabe, let's give Gene a chance to think about this a little bit and come back with some more oh, questions. I have lots more questions. But, but we, let's, uh, let's, we have a caller, and I, I'd like to take this call from uh, Julian in California. Julian, welcome to Mind Your Business. Hey, how are you today? We're doing great. What's on your mind, Julian? Hi. Well, I'm a photographer out here in L.A. Um, I, I love wild animals. So uh, what I did is I, I spent the last two years traveling America photographing captive animals. And I have my first fine arts photography book already pressed, and the, the um, publishers are about to go to print on demand. We set up a website. The website is visionsoftheworld.org. And we qualified for the Google for Nonprofits $10,000 a month for uh, advertising. I have a, a guy in Detroit doing the social media. I'm just not getting, the, you know, and again, the publisher is Dorrance Publishing out in Pittsburgh, and they do all the advertising, pitching, and book releases and all that stuff, and they haven't started yet. But until that happens, I'm just trying to figure out how do I get more people interested in this cause. We're giving back a portion of all proceeds to the places we photograph for the life of the book and photos. And so I was just curious if the guests could take a look at the website and give me his, uh, you know, his, his um, you know, recommendations if possible. Julian, what's the name of the website again? Visionsoftheworld.org. 
Okay. And the book I'm on is your called website. Life Behind. Life. What's that? Uh, I'm on your website, Visions of the World. Oh, okay. Me yes, too. And the, uh, the, na- the name of the book is Life Behind Bars. Okay. So what is the purpose of this website? What, what, what would well, you like the user to do? Well, well, I, well again, I, as a kid, I hated zoos. And as a grown-up and a photographer, I decided to go and take another look at it. And that's what I did. I traveled the country for a year, went to 13 different places. And they're, they're, the zoos of old are not the zoos of new. They're more conscious towards the animals and being in open enclosures. And, uh, and so it's basically to support the people who have dedicated their lives toward these animals, plus getting people to take their kids there and to start having them you know, appreciate the animals that, they, that are in captivity. It's a necessary okay. evil. So, I mean, they can never be returned to the wild, so we might as well have people, more people aware of these beautiful creatures than to go and support them. And that's my, my, my thing as a photographer is to get that out there with this book. So what so, do you want to use to do to your, uh, your site? Uh, well, it, don't, donate and or buy. And then we also have, you know, there's a page there that says meet the animals. So we have all the information about the animals and, and their, you know, the statistics that are in captivity and, you know, the ones that are, are on the endangered list and so forth. So it's a learning website. And, again, it's brand new. We just uh, launched it a month ago. So okay. we're putting more stuff so on let it. Me, let me make sure I understand. You want to use it to do one of three things when they come to your site right off the bat. You want them to either donate. You want them to buy a book, or you want them to learn more about what your organization is about? Exactly. Okay. So when I come to your site, I see a beautiful picture up front of, I guess it's a lion. Uh, It's a video. And it doesn't tell me what the video is. There's no title. So I I don't know what's happening when I click on this video. I don't see any place. So you need you. Look at your homepage. You have to, above the fold, address what you want the user to do. So I would put a message at the top. I'm not saying what your organization is, but saying, first of all, if I want to sell a book, I'll put that front and center, and I'll put a buy, you know, buy now. Like, I have to scroll down, and I see behind bars, but I'm not sure if that's your book. I can't click on it. There's no link for it. It's just an image. I see shop with a buy now under it, but it's not clear what to shop for. You want me to read all that small text? And if I click on shop now, it'll take me to your e-commerce site. Your homepage has to be reworked. Um, You need to start with a main message, a sub-message, and one call to action. If that call to action is... uh, to buy the book, then have a picture of the book, have the description under it with the buy now, all in one section. You can't have the picture in one area and then have a small description off to another area of the buy now. That'll confuse people. I have another. You have donate, but I think donate is nice, but I wouldn't put it in the same line as shop. I want to focus the person. As they scroll down, so I would start with we just released our new book, you know. Sh- and then give a picture of the book, a little description to buy now. Scroll down, maybe three areas, a video about you, your latest photography, um, what you're doing, your mission. Scroll down, would you like to donate? So you want to walk the person through different areas of your site on your homepage. Does that make sense? Gabe, I also have a I have a question for you as well. Do you think, well, you know, Julian is asking for a donation um, to support these wildlife conservation associations. And, you know, I, as a person who might want to donate, I'd want to know more about those associations right up front. Like, where is my money going? What do these associations do? What are they about? Uh, what kind of work are they up to? And I, I don't really see that really obviously on the homepage either. And I don't know, uh, Gabe, what your thoughts are about that. You need, a, you need a landing page for the donate. Now, they do have a link that says donate. Right. And if you click on that link, why you should donate, and they have why you should donate, and we got some content there. Okay. So at least you take into a landing page, and there's some donation options. That's nice, I think. I would also say I have a question about the, about our donation. Click here. You know, but maybe I have some questions I want to ask you. Right. Uh, 
But on your homepage, you see, when a user comes to your homepage, you got to tell them what your message is, support that message, and then put a call to action. What do you think, Julian? Is this helpful? It's very helpful. Um, there is also a tab at the top on partners. Uh, PETA is our worldwide partner, and that's uh, our and or sponsors. So uh, we we give them a certain percentage of, of donations as well or profits of the book. And then we are also going to in the future list the places that we photograph that, and th- they'll be given uh, that. So people will know who we're giving the uh, portions of the proceeds for. Yeah. That's good. Remember, the, I'm not buying your book because you're giving a portion. That just makes me feel good, that giving a portion to PETA. Because if I want to, I'll just give money to PETA. I'm buying your book because I like what your book's about. I want to have it in my house. I want to put it on my coffee table. Uh, you know, this is something I find interesting. So what you want to do is when I come on your homepage above the fold, you want to have maybe the picture of the book, a description, a short description, a title and a short description, and a CTA, buy, you know, buy the book. Uh, when I scroll down, I have three boxes highlighting different sections of what you're about. Maybe your photos, your mission, things like that. I scroll down more, uh, donate. But not just the word donate. The way Gene said it was very nice. He put it in a way that showed value. You know, so you don't just say donate. To, uh, you say, you know, a few words, not a whole sentence, but a few words. A short description, a CTA, call to action. Right. You know, um, so, and so, Julian, I definitely want to know more about where my money is going. But one other thing, just a little bit different question for you on this on this site. Um, I think there's a lot of graphics on this site, Gabe, and yet it's it seems to be loading pretty well. The performance is good. Um, how important is performance for, you know, for a site to be found? And how can I make sure that you know, my site is loading fast because Google penalizes you, don't they? You know, if people are searching. Can you comment on that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. If your site is slow, uh, what happens is people have a bad experience and Google does not want people to have a bad experience. So it'll push your site lower. Uh, In order to increase your site and make sure your site loads fast, there's two things you need to do. One, make sure you're not on a cheap hosting platform. Uh, I, we work with AWS, Amazon Web Services, and we ensure that the sites are fast. Uh, how do I know if my site's fast? Well, you could go to Google Page Speed Insights, type in your URL, and Google will tell you how fast your site is. And if it gives you an F, that's a problem. F stands for failure. If it gives you a B, that's very good. Very few sites get an A. Now, the other part that affects the site load are codes. If your site has a code issue, well, Google Search Console will tell you that. You could, you could uh, install Google Analytics and Search Console on your site for free, and it will tell you if you have a problem or not. you got to make sure your code is clean and there's no errors. But your hosting is very important, and that's why I never recommend someone to do a cheap $10 a month hosting solution because you, you get what you pay for it. Gabe, how does that relate to, you know, if somebody uh, uses a site like a Squarespace or... Um, Wix. Yeah, what, one of those. Do, what's, the, what's the loading the time like with it? Squarespace is good if you're doing a site that you're not looking to do any kind of custom functionality or, for example, you're a bakery, you just need a website up, and you just want to do a Squarespace. But... You know, even Shopify. I mean, Shopify has a lot of benefits to it, but their hosting is slow. So it's usually better to do so. If you have the money, do it custom. I mean, you can do it in WordPress, but it could still be custom. Uh, but if you're working with Square or Shopify, that's fine. Do the best you can do that loads fast. Don't use big images that are not optimized on your site. For example, if you, you could optimize the image so it goes from 10 megabytes to 200 kilobytes. That's great. But if you upload a 10 megabyte file without optimizing, it's going to slow down your site. Julian, thank you so much for your phone call. You're listening to Mind Your sure, Business. Sure, sure. I'm Lauren Feldman. My guests are Gabe Julian and Gene Marks. This is Business Radio powered by the Warden School on Sirius XM 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mind Your Business on Business, business Radio. Here again, Lauren Feldman. 
Welcome back to Mind Your Business. I'm Lauren Feldman. I'm here with Gene Marks and Gabe Shaulian taking your calls. Gene owns and runs the Marks Group, a consulting firm that helps small businesses with the technology with their technology needs, especially customer relations management software. You can find them at marksgroup.net and on Twitter at Gene Marks. Gabe runs a dig- digital consulting firm called Digital Silk. You can see his work at take2strategy.com. Take2, the numeral 2, strategy.com. And if you give us a call, you can get a free consultation about your website right now. We're at 1-844-WHARTON. That's 1-844-942-7866. Let's take a call right now. John in Montana, welcome to Mind Your Business. Yes. Hello. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, What's on your mind, John? I have website. I've probably got 30 questions for you, but I have website questions. But the main one I called about was uh, cash flow management Um, in talking to... Uh, different ERP software systems, uh, uh, QuickBooks, none of them really have a good cash flow management tool. And I bought a bunch of books. I've tried Excel. It just doesn't work as well as I'd like it to. And I was hoping someone had some wisdom on some experience on a cash flow management tool that actually worked and was usable and easy to work with and so forth. Gene, this sounds like a question for you. You got any advice? Easy and quick answer to that, John. The um, your best cash flow management tool in 2019 and 2020, your bank. Um, you know, a lot of my clients are moving towards their you know to online banking software. They integrate it with their accounting systems. But if you've got it set up the right way, John, I mean, you are not only getting all of your receipts, your cash receipts that's running through you know obviously your bank account, but you should be setting yourself up to make online payments to as many, if not all of your vendors and suppliers as you can. And once you have all of that going, the tools that some of the banks provide uh, so that you can forecast out your cash and know what your ins and outs are going to be, what they've been and what they're going to be over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they're pretty powerful stuff. And I've found it to be even better than what some of the ERP and accounting software uh, applications do. So talk to your bank and go online with your bank, both for receipts and payments, and use the tools they provide for you. I, I promise you, it will have a big impact on on how you're managing your cash. He, he promised, John. Uh, do promise. You believe, do you believe him? Well, he lives. Well, he, the only problem I have is uh, uh, Montana is a great place to live. It's a beautiful place <laughs> to live, but all the banks are one stop shop, <laughs> and they barely have a website. So it's just there really isn't. Uh, I mean. Literally, the websites are very poor. Well, you know, um, you're actually... Just, they really don't have any tools. So. Yeah. It is a big issue that's facing a lot of the smaller independent banks, um, you know, and in Montana. But, I mean, it, it's a reason to to do your research. Talk to the Montana Banking Association. Um, you know, get some recommendations from them. Uh, there are a lot of this, the community and the independent bankers are starting to wake up to that. And I think it's something that you might have to be a little patient for, but... Uh, listen, that's the trade-off for living in such a state with such a big sky. <laughs> John, thank you for your call. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you've got a question uh, about your site or your business, we're at one eight four four Wharton. That's one eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. Let's go to Chandra in Georgia. Chandra, welcome to Mind Your Business. Thank you. Thank you. What's on your mind, Chandra? So I wanted to know, I am a career coach, and I wanted to know if he would uh, just kind of look at my website. He'd probably tear it apart, but I'm open because I really want to be more successful as a coach. Well, we appreciate uh, you opening yourself up like that, Chandra. What's what's the name of your site? Yeah, what's Chandra, the URL? I did it. It wasn't so hard, so don't worry about oh it, okay? God, yeah, famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> it's career coach Chandra. Dot com. Chandra is spelled C H A N D R A. Gabe, do you have that? Career coach Chandra, C H A N D R A. I'm pulling it up right now. Me Dot too. Com. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be, Chandra, I promise they'll be nice. Yep. Okay. All right. So I don't right care about that, nice. Chandra? I just care about open and honest feedback. And You're going to get it. To help me be more yeah. successful. Thank you. So um, when I come to your site, again, you have a pop-up right off the bat. Right. And you could either put that towards the top, like treat like a banner at the top of your site, or wait till the user's on your site for more than a minute. So like I mentioned, an immediate pop-up could cause someone to bounce off your site right away. So it's, it's a nice thing that you have. It's a webinar you have, and that's good. 
you could make it appear at the top like a banner or just okay. wait for the user to be on your site for more than a minute. Gabe, I have a okay. question for you on her, on her site as well, and I hope you don't mind. What do you you know? I, I was hoping to see a, a photo of Chandra. I mean, it's a career coach. It's such a personalized type of service. Um, what are your thoughts from a branding perspective? If you have a website of, uh, you know, particularly if you're in a service business or you're a very small business or something personalized like what Chandra's doing of of putting a photo of yourself, so I can you know I don't know you kind of that extra connection. Do you think that's yeah, a good I, thing or I, bad I thing? I think that's a, uh, that's a valid and good point. I think putting a picture of yourself because you are you are not selling a company, really selling your personal services. It's nice okay. to make that connection and put an image, a picture of yourself when you come. But here's your, So my picture is under the about page. Right. So should I just put that first then, have people see that when they first, after their banner, see the information about me? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Uh, I come to your site, and if I'm coming to your site, first of all, how, do, how am I finding your site? How are you marketing it? Is it because I met you, or are you doing Google marketing, social media? Um, I'm doing social media and um, LinkedIn, uh, so okay. which is social media, and just when I meet people or when people uh, sign up for my free webinar. Okay. So here's the thing. If I'm looking, if I'm interested, I want to know why should I hire Chandra, not, not what is career coaching right off the bat or why that is. I'd okay. like to know what makes you so special. Okay. I want to know what am I going to get out of this? What's the value I'm going to get out of this? So when I first come there, you have this big banner at the top that's, you know, that's, uh, that's rotating banner. And it says careers. The banner isn't doing much for me. So it's not, you know, when a person lands on your page, uh, they're, they're not going to, most people, most, the vast majority, over 80%, will not click on your sublinks. What they do is they start scrolling down. The first thing I want to see, as Jean said, is I'd like to see something about you. Like, I want to see a picture on the right. I want to see a title. And what's, what's so special about your coaching? Why should I go with you and not your competitor? What is it that I could expect to achieve? What are the results of working with you? You know, so I would push down why career coaching, that goes down further. And you have a testimonials, that's good. But, and, but you also don't have any calls to action, you know, on, as I scroll down. You don't have any contact for a free consultation, something like that. If you want to see an idea, take a look at my site, Take Two Strategy, uh, you'll see as you scroll down at the top, there's a call to action. And it tells you what you could expect from working with me. It doesn't tell you, I don't tell you what my services are. Like you're explaining to them why career coaching or why this coaching is helpful. And that's okay. Keep that, but push that lower. Tell them why the benefits of it. Like I'll say the benefits of working with me is to get more leads, you know, is to, or to help you manage the agency you're working with. So tell them what's special about working with you. What can I expect if I recruit your services? Okay. Better employee performance, you know, something like that. Yeah, just to and to reinforce that, Chandra, the um, you know, if I'm landing on your site, it's because I've got a problem. You know, there's there's why else would I be looking for a career coach? You know, am I do I feel like I'm not making enough money? Uh, am I not being fulfilled in my job? Am I out of a job? Um, am I having you know I'm just unhappy at at my current place of work? Whatever whatever the reasons are, people come to you. I think I think those reasons need to be you know right out front on your homepage so that I can feel like yeah 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 that's exactly the problem that I have and you know here's a professional that can help me solve that problem. Um, I, so what what Gabe said was right. Why career coaching? Okay, I know I know why career coaching. I'm, that's why I'm on your site. But the question is, can you can you fix my problem that I'm having? And and what is it about you that will gives me confidence that you'll fix that problem? Does that make sense to you, Chandra? Mm-hmm. It does. It does so much. Um, so instead of asking the question, why career coaching, I should address why select me as your coach. Right. Okay. Answer the question. Yeah. Don't, don't write the question. Answer it. Okay. Such as, right. You know, you could talk about your process, your methodology. You could talk about what the results would be. 
And again, my, my suggestion is when you, the beauty of a website is you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Do some research. Okay. Do some research, see what your competitors are doing online. See how they present themselves. Like I gave you yeah, my site as an example That's, just to, you know, as a reference, you know, but then what I tell all team members, I go, before you put pen to paper, or in this case, before you start doing any drawing, any writing, spend a few hours researching. Great. Is this helpful, Chandra? Very helpful. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So I'm going to make some changes so, uh, and so I can get more clients. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for your call. Appreciate your, uh, your, your courage in, in sharing with us. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people learned a lot uh, from it, too. Uh, Gabe and Gene, we uh, we don't have a ton of time left. I think you know oh, Gene I and I have tons of questions oh, for you, Gabe. I got questions let, let, for let me Gabe. let me go first. Let's see go if we ahead. can run through a bunch of questions fairly quickly. Um, Gabe, I I talk to a lot of business owners, as you know, that they all struggle with the same thing, which is how to hire someone who does what you do. They they are bombarded with. Uh, people who claim to be gurus, who claim yeah. to know everything about SEO, who claim that they're going to get them on the first page of Google in 10 minutes. Um, you know, everybody is a genius. And, you know, they get frustrated because it, it, they hire someone and it doesn't work out the way that they hoped. Do you have any advice uh, on how people uh, who are looking to hire someone who does what you do should go about that process? Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh First of all, unfortunately, there is no industry standard certification. It's not like a doctor where they have to go to some school and get some license. So anybody could say that they do this. And if they're a good salesperson or if they really tempt you with some sugar, like, hey, I'll get you top of Google, you want to work with them. But you have to be careful because a wrong decision not only will cost you money, never mind frustration, maybe even damage, but lost time. So what should you ask them? The question is, how do you qualify them? Well, it depends what's the task they're going to be doing. Two ways I qualify them. The first way is I ask them to show me some examples of what they did for other sites. Number two, I ask them, well, give me some ideas of what you're going to do for my site. Don't tell me I'm going to optimize it and get it up. <laughs> Give me right. some real specifics. Like I had a call today with a prospect client, and I told them why their URL is wrong and what should the URL be. And then I told them why their headers are wrong and what the headers should be. And I told them why something else is wrong and what should it be. I gave them specifics that they should do, and I could reference those if they want to know where I got them from. So don't be afraid to to really... Or, Look, let, let me let me follow up on that then. Don't work with them. Let me follow up on that, Gabe. Um, I think this works two ways. So you're encouraging people to check out uh, the previous work of anybody they're going to hire, but how does somebody to know going to know whether that work is good or not? Um, you you so, know, you know, you, you can talk tell to one person. You you talk to at least at least three people. But but perfectly. let me let me put it this way, I, I think I talk to business owners who don't even know whether their own site is a good site or not. They don't know how to uh, assess whether it's performing or not performing. You're looking right across at one right now. <laughs> so, tell us how do you, how is does someone like me, a, a civilian, evaluate a website? How do you know okay, if it's wait, working or not? The first question was, how do we determine if the person is qualified, if that's the best person for your project? Right. So to answer that, I would say speak to three to five people, ask them the same questions. Ask them to show you what they've done previously for another site, and then tell them, to what, what are you going to do for my site? And they, they should give you, tell me specifics you will do. Okay, now we're talking about how do I know if my site's performing or not? Well, you know, everyone I hire, I tell them, you've got to have goals. For example, I hire a salesperson, and let's say the sales guy at the end of the year says, I sold 10 things. Is that a success or not? I might think that's a failure, and he might think or she might think it's a home run. You have to set up expectations. When you build a site, 
It's a marketing material. And anytime you do marketing, and it's the most important marketing material because it's where the conversion takes place. Anytime you do marketing, you need to have goals. Without goals, what's the point of doing it? You need to know how much traffic you should expect. You need to know what's your conversion going to be. Look, if you open a store, you need to know how much products you're going to move, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, if we open a store together tomorrow, we got to know how many, or if we're opening a restaurant, we got to know how many plates we're moving. You know, if you don't, if you can open a restaurant, you don't know, and you can't say, I'm going to sell, I'm going to move uh, this many plates. But, on, but on Gabe, a I don't, given night. I, I build a website and I don't know what a reasonable goal is. Um, but that's ha- like saying, I'll open a restaurant, I don't know how many plates I should move. But, but a restaurant, hmm. you can, it's easier. You know how big the, the, the room is, you know how many you could possibly serve with a website. With you. I don't agree with you, Lauren. I don't, I, I think a lot of business owners, they, they, they certain, they have goals of getting a certain number of leads from their site or a certain number of visitors or a certain number of sales from their site. I mean, I think they can provide an outside person like Gabe at least some guidelines like this is what my expectations are you know and I guess the hope is Gabe is that somebody like yourself can um, can can bring us down to reality or give us you know a check on what what can be expected um, Gabe what do you what does a guy like you cost like what what you know if I'm a business owner what am I gonna what am I gonna pay you to help me design my site and get people to visit it and I realize that's gonna vary depending on what my objectives are or the size of my company. Hire some, if you want to hire me directly, I I charge a lot more than if you were to hire the, my agency or an agency. So what do people it's charge? Like, what is this cost? Well, yeah, what's the range? Yeah. Okay, most experts, look, are going to be, uh, industry experts tend to be expensive. They could be anywhere from 500 to to $1,000 an hour industry expert. But if you hire their agency, they could charge you 100 to $200, 100 to $150 an hour. I'm not sure I understand the difference. Well, if you were to go to a company and say, I want to hire your CEO or your top-level expert, I see. that's going to be a lot more expensive than saying I want to hire the company itself. I see. So in your, your example, if I were to hire you directly, your hourly rate would be significantly more than if I were to hire your company. Is that correct? Right. Um, exactly. Which infers to me that if I'm going to pay your company, um, I'm getting a little small piece of you as part of the project. Right. But a lot of the work is going to be done by underlings at your at your company. I mean, of, of different levels of of expertise. Um, and you're saying about a hundred to two hundred dollars an hour. Do does the typical uh, eight, you know company like yours charge by the hour, or do we charge? Do you charge by projects? Do you have well, normally they would they would. Normally, what they would do is they would estimate the project and mm-hmm. give you a roundabout number. But just because we're short on time, I want to go back to Lauren's question for one minute. There is a case of the startup. Now, if you're an existing business, you should know, you should have seen what works, what doesn't work, etc. There's a case of startups. Some startups ask themselves, I have a great idea. I'm not sure how to market this. I'm not sure what my cost of a conversion should be. That's where a good strategy comes in place. What a strategy does, they go, look, here's your demographic. Here are the different ways we could drive that demographic to your website. Here's the cost on each of these platforms. Like on Google, a cost might be 7 to $15 a click. On LinkedIn, it's pretty expensive. It could be $7 a click. On social media like Facebook, Instagram, it could be 2 $3 a click. Uh, maybe on Twitter, it's a dollar a click. And then maybe we talk about YouTube advertising and we do this and that. Anyway, so they tell you to target demographic, these are the different channels we could use to target them, and here's how much traffic we could drive. Here's the conversion we can expect from each of these channels. Here's the lead nurturing that goes with getting their emails. Here's how much that will cost. So getting a business up and running, you need to understand who's my demographic, how am I going to bring them to the site? What should my conversions be? And then over time, you'll get a better sense of, okay, well, this is how much it's costing me. Got it. So, Gabe, is it is it reasonable for a client of yours, particularly a small company that doesn't have as much resources, to, um, to ask to pay uh, when you deliver? So if you, know, if you guys determine no, objectives... No, in, most cases, in most cases, look, you're buying... You're buying a uh, service, so you're buying you're buying expertise. You're buying a service, not a product. So uh, 
In most cases, most agencies won't do that. There might be some that do. I don't know of any. Right. Okay. So we're so really, it's the the onus is on us, me, the business owner. Um, really, in the end, I'm the one that's sort of taking the risk because I'm paying for the professional uh, who's making promises to deliver me leads or visitors or clicks on my site. And um, if that happens or it doesn't happens, I'm still going to pay. Um, how do you exactly look? It's like hiring an employee. Let's say you hire an SEO person or mm-hmm. you hire a marketing person. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're trusting them to perform. It is your job as the person who's making this decision to make sure you've done your homework and your due diligence and made the best choice possible. Gabe, we, we're really short on time now. Let me ask you this. If you're building, somebody's building a website from scratch, an e-commerce site, what's the best approach? Do you bid out the whole project? Uh, do you go to three or four different agencies and say, this is what I want to do and get a price for building the whole thing? Or do you try to just take a, a piece of it? Do you start by asking somebody to, to sit down with you and brainstorm, strategize, do a design, uh, and then when you get to yeah, a certain point, question. then bid that out? It's like saying, I want to build a house. And, you know, when you approach companies, you need to have a clear vision and a blueprint of what you want to build. You can't just go to a construction guy and say, hey, how much for the house? <laughs> you know, he's going to say, uh, what materials do you want? How many square feet is it? What, what kind of shape is it? You know, what kind of – you need to have a blueprint. You can't just say how – I can't type or reach out to agencies and go, yeah, I want to build the product side. I got 200 products. How much? You know, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Do you need filters? Do you need what features do you So need? what do you so do? The first thing you do is you create a specification document with all the features you need. And if you could get some wireframes too, that will help you as well. A wireframe is kind of the blueprint, right? Right. A wireframe is just shows the layout of the site in black and white. It shows where everything is. No images, just black and white. It's a layout, it's like a blueprint. And a specification document explains how everything works. That you take and you say how much. But you can't just say how much. I got four bullet points here. Give me a price. You're going to, whoever you pick, you're going to have a miserable relationship with. Because (laughs) you're not, they could give you a price out of the blue because they want to work with you. They want the project. They got to pay their employees. Ten seconds, Gabe. yeah, so be when you go in there, have a specification document that lists all your features and how they work and wireframes of all your main landing pages. Gabe Shulian, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you'll come back and do this again. Thank you for your honesty, too, Gabe. That was great. If you want to learn oh, more Gabe, about I think what Gene actually offers companies is great. <laughs> it, is a, it is a real sore point for many business owners that don't think about this stuff till they have to. I got to cut you off, Gabe. Thank you so much for joining us. You can learn more about Gabe at Take2Strategy.com. Gene Marks, go to the marksgroup.net, or you can find him on Twitter at Gene Marks. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 